It's the Midweek Heat, brought to you by Halftime Adjustments. It's a new show for you guys. We're going to talk some football tonight. We're going to talk some Titans. We're going to talk some AFC. I got my special, special, special co-host, Mr. J. Lou. What's up, J. Lou? How you doing, Ed? How you doing? I'm glad to be here tonight. Glad you, glad to bring some Midweek Heat, baby. Midweek, mid-week Heat. That's right, baby. We, uh, we're going to talk about what's going on in the mid- middle of the week for the, for the teams, you know, injury reports and, and things that we learned as it comes out about, uh, you know, going into the Sunday game. Well, this week is going to be Thursday yeah. <laughs> uh, with the Colts coming to town to play the Titans in a big conference, I mean, big division game, uh, you know, for first places online pretty much right now, Jay Luke. It's a, it's a, it's a tone setter. I mean, I mean, it's, it's not every week that you say week, I think we're in week 10, going into week 10, that you say week 10 is a must win game, but it's just truth be told, this is going to be a must win game. I mean, when you look at, look at our schedule, this is the last home division game we got. So the next three are in the road at the end of the year. So, I mean, <laughs> right. you want to try to hold serve at home, especially in the division and to already be up a game on the Colts and then just be able to win that one and go up two, really in the standings and an extra one with the head to head matchup. It's it don't get no bigger than this on Thursday night. I can't think I was sitting back thinking, Ed, I don't remember the last time the Titans played a very meaningful third uh, Thursday night game. We used to be we used to be with the Jaguars all the time, and it was <laughs> right. just terrible. But That's right. That's right. <laughs> now, now we get a meaningful game on uh, on primetime TV, so I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, like you said, man, it's it's a lot riding on it. You, you like to be able to say that, uh, you know, last year for the Titans it was kind of up and down. You know, starting mm-hmm. off the season three and four, and then they they went on the run, of course, to go to the FC Championship game. But uh, you know, I think Vrabel said it said it best when. Uh, he was saying that there's meaningful football being played at, at the midpoint of the football season, which you right. which you like to see. And so, uh, you know, let's let's talk, Jabbar, because uh, yes, sir. Uh, you know, all the Titans contenders at this point at this point of the season. So I think when you look at the standings, six and two, mm-hmm. uh, fourth overall, the playoff started today uh, with some tiebreakers and all in there. Um, I think the one good are they some contenders? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think when you look at contenders. Can we win the Super Bowl? Can we reach the Super Bowl? To me, it's two different levels. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're still at that level where we can reach the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have to say, one thing I like about J-Rob and company, man, it's he, he owns his mistakes. Right, right. And to, to see last week, he he pretty much ate $10 million in salary. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> um, cut, cut. We got rid of uh, Slow Joe, as we like to call him, Slow Joseph. Joe. Yep. Got rid of, got rid of Beasley. And I think, I think Beasley was just that cancer in the locker room. You, you play, you play ball. I played ball in high school and you know, just how the camaraderie in the locker room can be. And, and Beasley seemed like one of those guys that just was <clears throat> bringing the team down. If you, if you saw the game Sunday, you saw a different energy out of the, out there. Yeah, um, and, I, right. and I think a lot of that has to do with the the, the fifty three that were dressed. Um, so are they contenders at this time? I say I think when we go down and look at it, you got the Steelers, of course. Yeah, eight no big now. Now they're dealing with COVID this <laughs> right. week. COVID. They got a COVID case going on. <laughs> yeah, they got they got a COVID. They put five of them on COVID. Um, yeah. So, but uh, the Steelers, Big Ben, I I can't say enough, and I don't think I don't think he gets his flowers, and that's Mike Tomlin. He right. don't get his flowers and what he deserved. That man, right. I think, I think I saw a stat 17 years or 14 years coaching. 14 not a losing, years. Not man. a losing record. Not a losing record. That's right. <laughs> a losing and, record. And you're right. He doesn't get recognized for that. You're exactly right. And, and you should give him props for that because it's tough to have a, a football team or a franchise to, to win that many seasons, uh, yes. you know, in the NFL because, you know, the, the parity is so, it's so tough. And mm-hmm. look at the Patriots right now. Who thought? <laughs> 
who would have thought they would have been three and five uh, going into you know the midpoint of the season at this point, uh, considering how they've had that franchise going the last 10 to 15 years. Right. Right. And I mean, the Patriots was a, a quarter away from taking a loss last night. But I mean, when you look when you look at the Steelers right now, I mean, the, the saying goes, you're the champ until somebody knocks you off. Yep. Um, and that and that and that 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 half a billion man is still out there in Kansas City. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he's half a billion, half a billion Pat. And he's uh he he's he's got that team rolling, man. So I think when you look at the cream of the crop in mm-hmm. the AFC, you got mm-hmm. the Steelers, Aiden O, that defense. Uh we saw them a couple weeks ago in Nashville. Boy, yeah, they're fast. Yeah, <laughs> they're fa- fast. they're fast and physical, man. That, yep. And that's that's a deadly mm-hmm. combination. They're not a fan to me. Kansas City's defense. I give Phil, I give uh, Pittsburgh the slight edge over mm-hmm. Kansas City when I look at the the the, the standings, uh, just because of I don't see Kansas City's defense as physical as right. the Steelers. That's and right. I think and I think that I think when you start getting into December, both of those cities are cold weather cities. You get into mm-hmm. December, you take them hits in the, in, the, in the winter time. <laughs> right. That hurts. That's right. And, you know, <laughs> as, as you break down the, the Steelers defense, uh, you know, the, at all three levels of the defense, they have playmakers. You know, linebackers. Yes. They got T.J. Watt. They got Bud Dupree. They got Stephon Tuitt up front. They got Hayward up front. You mm-hmm. know, and in the back end, they got uh, Mika uh, Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. So, yes. And so you know, you got uh, every level of that defense. You have playmakers. You know, Kansas City, like you mentioned, I don't think they're as strong. They got a great pass rush. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but they struggle against the run. Uh, yes. and, you know that could be tough for that offense if they can't be on the field and controlling that that ball uh, during the game. And so, like you said, it's just it's gonna it's gonna be pretty interesting. You know, it's, oh, like yeah. the Steelers, the Chiefs, and then what about the Ravens? Because the Ravens, you know, we got in a, in, we got uh, next the, weekend. Next week, next right? Week. Next weekend, uh, and, you know, after after a short turnaround this weekend, you got ten days pretty much to recover and playing for the the Ravens, and it just doesn't get any easier, right? So my one draw on the Ravens, man, I, I like Harbaugh. I, I mean, he's just the second best coach in the, in the, in the <laughs> AFC North behind Tomlin. Right. I don't, I don't know if Tom, I don't know if Harbaugh is a playoff coach to me. Think about it. He's made the playoffs, but he ain't done right. nothing in Super Bowls and, and nothing since he lost Ray Lewis. That's true. <laughs> That's I mean, and, and he's had, and he's, they, yeah, and he's had some good teams yeah. to get there, but uh, without that, without that key leader in Ray on that defense, and that was that was Ray's last year, so he was on his yeah. last leg. But again, as we talked about, his presence in that locker room mean a lot. Um, I think that the I think that the Ravens are right now stuck in that. Uh, regular season mode where they they're great in regular season mm-hmm. but as the speed of the game changes when you get into playoffs they have a hard time turning it up uh, now this now so far this year it looks like um they mm-hmm. might be on the road some given that right. given that they're not they're behind in a division um so that could be a difference i mean that could be something that motivate motivates them but mm-hmm. right now i just I, i'm still not sold on them uh, i like lamar don't get me wrong. I like Lamar, but I think it's just something missing. Uh, now, I'll be interested to see. I know they signed Dez. I don't think he played a he played bunch uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. I don't think he played much, if any. Right. Um, so <laughs> to, to see a playmaker, if he can give them 10% of what they were missing uh, to kind of stretch that field, because I think it's it's too easy to try to beat them if you gear up for that run. And the the way you beat them in the Titans showed it uh, yeah. in the playoffs. That's right. Lamar, Lamar had almost 500 yards and lost. And it was a, <laughs> it right. was a. 
it was a quiet 500 at a that. A quiet 500, And what did we do? We made him try to be a passer. That's right. And that's just not his strength. So, I mean, yeah, the Ravens are still, <clears throat> at the end of the day, are going to be one of the teams that I think will be there. Um, mm-hmm. But again, they fall just a notch below that, that upper echelon in the AFC. Right. And, uh, you know, to mention uh, the Ravens, like you said, it, what one thing you have to do, Lamar, as the Titans uh, showed, and I think a lot of teams are starting to do that, you make him run horizontal instead yes. of let him get vertical. Because if he gets vertical, he's going to break it. He could break oh, it any time, yes. right? And so, uh, but those those three teams right there, and then you, you throw on top of that Buffalo with Josh yeah. Allen, who's having a, uh, I'm going to call him the comeback player, the year most improved player at this point Agreed. Uh, of the season because he's he's lights out. He's top five in the league in passing. And, and they have a tough defense, too. I know they were kind of depleted when they played us, but we were depleted as well, so no excuses. But they they have one of the best corners in Tredavious White. Tredavious White, yeah. On the back end. And you add Stephon Diggs to that offense, man, and it's like it's taking it to another level. That team has... That team has reached a different level since we last played them. You know, when yeah. we played them, that was their first loss. Then they right. lost uh, the following week. Um, and you thought, okay, here we go, same old Bills. Right. And quiet as it's kept, I mean, you got you got that young man out there in Seattle who's probably going to be the MVP. <laughs> in Russell. He should be. <laughs> yeah, he should be. <laughs> um, and then you got uh, Mr. Aaron Rodgers who's doing his thing. But outside of right. that, there's no way that Josh Allen's not in the top five, if maybe top three. I wouldn't be crazy enough if somebody had him in the top three of MVP uh, balloting right now. He's I agree. he's made that Buffalo Bills dimension of that offense. It is it's something you got to plan for. I mean, they still got a solid running game. Yeah. And then, like I said, when you add Diggs, he has a true number one who's making everybody else around him better and right. i like to call mr josh allen got that uh deceptive speed he does <laughs> he, he, he does can, exactly he, right he, he does. can be mobile so i mean that's that's just another dimension that you have to play for so i i think that i think that that COVID loss that they had to the titans mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then that that one right afterwards I, I i look at the buffalo bills and i think that they have uh finally probably got over what i think is the mental hump and I, I really thought a couple of weeks ago, I know they played the Patriots mm-hmm. and it, the game was close. Looked yep. like the Patriots were going to get them. Right. And I think beating them is going to help that team continue the rest of this season. Because, okay, now we beat Big Brother. Now we took on the bully. Okay, right. nobody stop us. That's and I right. mean, it's quiet as it's kept, though, that I don't know how many games they have left with Miami. Right. But they creeping up on them. I mean, the AFC has some – so that's some competition in that division. <laughs> You're right. And it's, it's funny to see how those teams are playing now considering how the Patriots dominated that, that- <laughs> that division for so many years and now yes. like you said buffalo has knocked off uh, the big brother or the bully on the block and they're sitting in first place but you can't sleep on miami because you know since two has came in they have played some good football you yes. know five and three of the playoffs were to start today they were the number seven seed coming in uh and, and so that's a that's a, a top seven that's pretty rough in the afc you got the raiders at six baltimore at five I mean, of course you mentioned the titans at four and so, you know, to get to the finish line in one of those top four spots is the goal. I'm, uh, the goal. I'm sure for the Titans, and it's gonna be a tough road, man. Because after the oh, Colts, after the Colts uh, Thursday night, you got the Ravens and you got the Colts again. Then you got the Browns who are playing good football as well. And so, you know, it doesn't get any easier. And it doesn't. If the Titans, if they're gonna be contenders, if they're gonna uh, be legitimate contenders, they're gonna continue to play that defense that we saw uh, mm-hmm. against the uh, against this uh, against the game this past Sunday's game. And, and be aggressive and, you know, like to attack the Bears and get out to the quarterback because, man, I'm going to tell you, if, if they can play like that and continue to score points, you know, getting that 30 points a game, you know, this team is going to be dangerous when it comes to oh, yes. uh, come time to playoffs. Yes, <clears throat> yes. I, and, and you hope that 
you hope that it just wasn't. I mean, let's just be honest. The Bears' offense is peaked. I mean, <laughs> right. whew, I mean, Nick Nick Foles still living off that Super Bowl. He break. is, man. <laughs> you want to you want to believe now that it was probably the system that yes, got him that ex- ring? Exactly. He hadn't done anything since anything he's since then. I mean, he he lost his starting job to uh, Gardner Minshew, <laughs> right. um, and he's lost his starting job this year. So, <laughs> so, but yeah, you hope it ain't. You hope it wasn't. I mean, <clears throat> that was the best medicine to get us right. On, from right. a defensive standpoint, I agree. but you hope that, you know, we starting to get some pieces in place. And I, and I really think when you sit back and look at it, Ed, um, mm. you probably should have expected the offense to come in ahead. We had a lot of continuity on that side of the ball. That's right. That's Even, right. And you got to think about the off season with no, no practice, everything virtual, mm-hmm. the offensive side of the ball, you didn't change your coach. Right. Defense, we changed, lost a coordinator, linebackers coach, DB coach. Potentially I mean, changed the scheme, right? Scheme. So, I mean, you know. lost a lot of things, and you 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 you're taking these guys. You want them to learn it all virtually and, and reading on iPads and all. And mm-hmm. um, we might be hitting the stride now, um, where we're halfway through the season. Yeah more games in that they're in they're familiar with the scheme and communication mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I tell you that it, it looked like a different team out there and, and third down it, it explained it all going what two for 15 i two think for 15 yeah 15 <laughs> and, and the one thing i noticed on the game that i just kept calling out while i was watching we were not seven yards off the ball on third down oh that was we were in more press that was so so <laughs> wonderful to see it was that. it was refreshing yeah. so you're hoping that some of the clean house changes not only lit a fire under the team but put everybody else on notice that hey your starting job i don't care how much we pay i can't think about it we threw away 10 million dollars in million. a year when the salary cap's gonna be tougher next year so you that's gotta right. eat some of that dead money that's right we threw it away and that that, that makes a statement right there <laughs> It does. Um, so you would hope we would able be able to see that going forward. And I think I think with when they did that, uh, uh, Mr. Lou, I, I think that that it lit a fire on everybody because they <laughs> they realized that nobody's safe. If you're not gonna produce, then you're gonna have to get off this football <laughs> team. Go, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you like that, and you, and you knew that that could happen because of Rashad Matthew when they cut him a couple years ago. Right. He didn't want to block and he didn't want to play. You know, he was complaining about getting the ball. And so mm-hmm. what they do, gone, Cut it, he's gone. gone. <laughs> and so if you're not going to produce, you're not going to play on this football team. What's funny to me, though, is how, how uh, the NFL is. So Slow Joe leaves us and he gets signed. Some of the Cardinals. By the Cardinals. <laughs> so they got some of the oldest players on their football they got, team. They got the AARP of wide receivers <laughs> and cornerbacks. And him and Fitz, that's right. <laughs> yes. so, so, yeah, so, man, you know, it's it's uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Midpoint of, midpoint of the season, the Titans are 6-2. and two. And, you know, it's the sixth time in, in the existence of the Titans era that they've won at least the six uh, of the first eight games, you know, mm-hmm. and, and 99 being the big one because they went to the Super Bowl Super run Bowl. and came up a yard short. And, uh, you know, and then 2008, they were undefeated uh, and got uh, 10-0 start and then got beat by the Ravens in the division around the playoffs. And so, you know, you kind of want to see what this team's going to do. They got hot at the right time last year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, with a short week to turn around and a lot of injuries, uh, you know, to deal with, especially on yes. the offensive line. And so, uh, you know, Scaffold, you, you want to talk about Scaffold a little bit? Yes, yeah, so, so Scaffold, I heard today, I know I know. yesterday they released the mock injury mm-hmm. report because they didn't injure it. They, they had him as a limited participant. Right. Um, today uh, on the injury report, he actually was a full participant today. That's good. And uh, Mr. Clowney, you know, some people like to question <laughs> Clowney's effort um, and if he really wants really? to play. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not one of those folks, Ed. And mm -hmm. the only reason I say that, I, so if we think back a couple of weeks ago when you thought he was dead out there on the field with the knee, yeah. I'm going to say that's probably where the meniscus tear or whatever he has had came in. Right. He has a his he has not only a monetary incentive to be playing, right. but in turn he has to play to get that money. That's right. And he was he was a full participant in practice today. I think that he's going to tough that bad boy out um, and try his best to go because, again, yes, it's, he's got some incentives to hit from his money standpoint. Mm -hmm. But I, I truly believe that, unlike Beasley, he likes playing with this team, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it does. Because, you know, if, if you remember, one of the things he mentioned after he signed here is that he hopes he can be here a few more years. And so, mm -hmm. uh, and I agree with you. There's incentive for him. They like him in the locker room. You know, he's a, a even though he's not being real productive, if you will, uh, he, he is he is affecting the game sometimes. He's making some mm -hmm. flat, flash plays here and, here and there. And I think you'll see a different clowny if he's able to play thursday night because of how this team played this past sunday the yes. defense being more aggressive and again i still think you know, you know just my opinion uh jay lewis my opinion man i think the defense was kind of dialed back some because of the I, inept play of jonathan joseph i really do because so i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you <laughs> why ahead. i think that and why i agree <laughs> with you ed the one the one group that i saw different sunday than they've been all week was the safeties Yes. Kenny Vaccaro was on several blitzes. Yes. He's down in the box more. Same with, same with Bayard. And I know mm -hmm. everybody's been saying, oh, KB's not the same as he was. Right. Well, I don't think folks really take into consideration if, if I'm out there thinking it's safety, mm -hmm. hey, is my is my corner for to get beat? Am I going to have to cover for them? Right. That that puts a lot on them. But That's right. su Sunday was the first time that they looked like they the Titans from last year. Mm -hmm. I mean, you had you had the, 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 the nickel slot Right. solidified with King. He comes right off the street, gets off, get out there, get, what get a in great, the field. What a great trade by J. What a great trade. I mean, for a sixth round, yeah. gets a touchdown. And, and then just the camaraderie, this man got into the locker room on Saturday. Right. Well, how many players you know score a touchdown and they already have a choreographed dance? I already got a choreographed <laughs> dance. I mean, and to play as many snaps as he played, man, he played like uh, 54%. He was up to, he was up to yeah, 54% of yeah, the plays. Uh, of the snaps. And so even for that, for him, that just shows you what kind of player he is, man. For, yes. for somebody that didn't get on the field the whole week and the only day of practice you got was a walkthrough on Saturday, that says a lot about his that says talent. A, says a lot about his talent. <laughs> and that says a lot about he he's a football player. That's right. He wanted exactly. to come. I mean, and sometimes, I mean, the, the Chargers are an up-and-coming team. The Chargers yeah. are probably where, where we saw ourselves as a Titans a few years ago. That's right. So to, to, to still be a young guy mm -hmm. in, in entering his prime, because I think he's still on his rookie, rookie deal. He is. Uh, so being a young guy entering mm -hmm. your prime to be able to come to a contender, Mm -hmm. uh, you know that's a little fire. And then from from reading a lot of the the, the talk from the the media and all, he's um he works out in the summer with Adoree. He knows Malcolm Butler. They work out, and Big Jeff has worked out over the summer with him out in, in <laughs> so California. He's so right at home. He's then. right at home with with the, with the boys. So he fit right in. Um, so you're hoping to see. I, and I also think we will see a better Clowney because if there's one thing that I think Clowney will excel in is giving him less opportunities but to be more impactful with more with less plays I totally and i think agree. you i think thursday you will see more of the third down package mm -hmm. uh, some of your some of your speed rush packages with him we're yep. going to keep him fresh but also have him out there if, even if he plays 
15 plays and he's impactful for 10 of them. That's, right. a, that's a big ordeal in the game. Right. And if you can put him in the middle along with Jeffrey Simmons, man, and, and oh. so you can't double team both of them. No. And somebody's going to get a sack. Because the <laughs> yes. way Jeffrey Simmons is playing right now, man, he's playing at a Pro Bowl, all pro level, first team defensive level. Agree. Uh, in my opinion, one of the best defensive tackles in the league, uh, bar none right now. And so, uh, you know, if he continues to, to play that way and even escalate more, man, that, that defense is going to be pretty nasty because now you got somebody that can push the pocket. You saw yes. Harold Landry starting to get off the edge in this game. This what past do you have, two Sunday. sacks? Two uh, sacks yeah, they, gave, they gave him one. The second was intentional ground. So, yeah, you can oh, call okay, it two sacks. You, yeah. <laughs> and so even Roberson came in and got some meaningful snaps and uh, had, had a, a fumble, so, a college so that's, fumble. So. That's my one <laughs> – I, and I think that's where, again, I, I think that J-Rob and Vrabel have a great working relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one where both of them, they didn't want their pride to get it in the way. Right. Because Roberson's been inactive for I don't know how many games this year. And yet we were playing Beasley. We get rid of Beasley. Roberson has to get more play time and he balled out. I mean, he, he <laughs> so I think that was one where they again had to swallow. Hey, we missed on Beasley, and you got a guy that's sitting right here on your team that's, that's hungry, and he, and he was ready to eat Sunday. Right, and guy, you're listening to the midweek heat brought to you by halftime adjustment. So, so Mr. Lou, Mr. J. Lou, you know the big, the big player, the, the big question mark. Everybody want to talk about is Dory Jackson. So the Titans have till Wednesday tomorrow, tomorrow which is tomorrow to either activate him to the 53-man roster or he sits for the rest of the year. And so, you know, again, he's he's practicing, but he's not ready for the game. And so that's a kind of a tricky situation, man. So he didn't practice today. Right. <clears throat> we signed Mabin, again, the, the DB. I, yep. I call him COVID Mabin because when they signed him <laughs> right, the first time, that's what we had. <laughs> <laughs> but they signed him to the practice squad. Mm-hmm. I only see, I see two scenarios playing out and I hope I'm wrong. I think tomorrow they, they convert a Dory to IR for the rest of the year. Um, and, and again, this is the one thing that as a fan, man, you, you always want to know and you want to have the access, but right. you know, we, I think us Titans fans have to get used to this running like a Bill Belichickian team where they're not going to tell right. you nothing. Right. Um, because it'd be, it'd be weird to see him if he's replaced on IR tomorrow, gone for the season and nobody knows a clue. Right. Um, so I think that's one scenario. I think the other scenario is they bring it, they activate him, mm -hmm. but then make him still inactive for a game or two to give him another week. And that that's the one as a, a Titans fan option C you want him to play, right. but if he still has some, some lingering injuries, you hope they go more with that option B where we activate him to the 53, which means we know he's going to play. If that's another week, another two, mm -hmm. we can get him in the stretch run. Um, but it's, that's a tricky situation, man. And it's so, it's so hush hush and quiet as well. Right. You, you have to wonder how bad that knee injury was. And, and even the fact that he might have been some kind of surgery involved because he yes. you know, think about it this is before the season even started and here we are in week 10 eight <laughs> games in for the titans and no adore at all no adore and, and they've only been letting him practice like once or twice a week and and then they mm -hmm. they shut him down then they so shut him down you gotta you gotta kind of wonder if that was some kind of surgery involved uh, uh with this injury and so you know we, we mentioned Clowney already that he probably could be on the snap count of uh for this game Thursday night, if he plays Adam mm -hmm. Humphreys, you know, he concussion protocol, you know, I think, I think he, I think he misses. If there's yeah. one thing we'll say about uh, Vrabel, he's big on player safety. That's right. Um, he's big on player safety, being a former player himself um, and has his sons in, in, involved in football as well. He's big on mm -hmm. that. 
there's no way Adam, even if Adam comes out of concussion protocol, we can already, we can mark him down as his first game, probably coming back as Baltimore. Right. Um, Cause I think they'll be safe with him. And I think you have the weapons that will afford you to be safe with him. Um, Cam Batson didn't do too bad in the slot. No, he didn't. Um, you got, you got um, Khalif that can come in there and fill You'll in. see a little bit more Khalif, I believe. I, I think we will. Uh, I think we will this game as well. And then uh, of course we love running triple tight ends right. um, so i think you ha- i think you can afford to let adam miss uh, at least one more game for us to get him get him right you know and michael pruitt didn't practice today either uh you know he had the mri no structural damage so we don't know how long he's gonna be out but like you said uh uh you know without without adam humphries you can look at Ferkster. you see getting john new more involved in the passing game you know, and hopefully Corey Davis comes out of that funk from this last Sunday game Ooh. and catches the ball. You know, three targets, three drops. Three drops. <laughs> so, you know, he batted 0 for 3. And so, you know, yeah. hope that doesn't carry over to Thursday night, man, because, you, like you said, uh, we, we need all hands on deck for this game. And, you know, what, what makes me a little bit more confident not having a Dory, though, is uh, the player of Breon Borders. Oh, uh, the, man. The free agent pickup that, that, that played, you know, just about every snap on defense. And really, the nine tackles and it led led the defensive backfield. I'm gonna say he played ball, man. He was in yeah. every situation. He so was, he did. He, he played. He played all 77 snaps. Every 77 snaps. That's right. And this is this is another gentleman who was on your practice squad. That's right. Um, and he came. <laughs> what I like about Borders, man, he's when you look at him out there, he's long. He he's a long. long DB, man, That's and right. he didn't. I mean. He didn't look like the moment was too big for him. No, he was. Um, now, now, granted, we'll play a, a much better quarterback um, this, yeah, this Thursday night, and you'll definitely. see that. But again, it, it's NFL. NFL is NFL. Right. Um, so, I mean, to be, and, and Allen Robbins and, and the receivers are not no slouches, mm-hmm. um, but he, he didn't look like the moment was too big for him. Uh, he was in he was in his position. You really one thing you notice, and one thing you've been hearing a lot of our defensive leaders say mm-hmm. all year is communication, communication. We lack communication, and you wonder what what do you mean by that? I didn't right. really see a lot of that um, Sunday. I mean, no. you had you had Desmond King out of all the plays he played. I seen one play, well, the one play he got beat where I think he was just out of position. Right. But other than that, man, they they all look like a cohesive unit back there for the mm-hmm. first time all year. So maybe you're hoping that if we don't have a Dory for a few more weeks that, that, that uh, borders can get some more playing time and continue to develop and to be a solid outside corner. Right. And uh, you know, like you said, he came in, man, he played some tremendous football and, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that communication, I was thinking the same thing. You didn't see those type of issues at all, except for that one time, like you mentioned, and even for the linebackers, you know, because the previous plan, the previous week, you saw John Brown out of position getting beat, uh, you know, playing against the Bengals, got beat for a touch. Now he's still trying to talk and get the coverage call. <laughs> you saw none of that this past week. It, it, you know, it's got you got to tip your hats to the coaches, man, and the players for you coming do, out and, and being on the same page. You I mean not not only Borders, and you know, we mentioned Derek Robinson, but Tier Tart. 22 uh, snaps. Man. He had a quarterback yes. hit, provided some good depth up the middle. Murchison played some good ball today, too. Yes. I mean, good ball Sunday. And so, you know, you got a lot of young guys stepping up, playing, man. And, uh, you know, it just makes you feel good that there's a lot of talent, so it, so it seems, on this roster right now. And even coming off your practice squad. That's, <laughs> that's Sitting on practice. I mean, that's, that's the one good thing I'll say about COVID. It's allowed you to, I mean, they changed the rules this year. The practice squad can go yeah. a little deeper. Yeah, 16 uh, can, players. 16 players. You can have mm-hmm. veterans on there and bring mm-hmm. them up and send them back down. So that's helped because that, 
And practice squad is giving these guys the opportunity to practice all week, learn the right. scheme, learn the game plan, and then go out there and perform. And, and you love to see you love to see these no names, Mr. Tart, uh, Borders, <laughs> Roberson, folks that you know nobody around the NFL really knows. Right. Um, go, going out there and actually performing. I would like to. I call them preseason heroes because if we had a real preseason, <laughs> right. these might have been the guys you see a lot. But now to right. see them actually on Sunday, it's, <laughs> it makes a big big difference. And, you know, and uh, with a lack of a preseason, like you mentioned, you probably don't even see these players on this football team because <laughs> they might have been all. picked up by somebody at else. <laughs> so, you know, COVID has done a lot, man. It's changed a lot. And you, like you said, it just makes a difference right now with you having these young guys. And so as we as we move to Thursday night, man, we're looking at the Colts. And so the Colts have the number one de- total defense in the NFL, yes. a stout run defense. Uh, you know, Justin Houston, DeForest Buckner up front. DeForest, you know, came from your old squad. From the 49ers. You no know, big, long guy Ooh. that's going to give Nate Davis trouble with long arms. He's, he's got the short arms. You know, he even gives scaff, uh, scaffolds some troubles as well uh, up front. And, man, it's going to be tough to run. Justin Houston, Grover Stewart, Danico Autry, that, that front four is nasty. You know, they play that 4-3, cover two, tap two that they've been playing since Dungey's been there. They yes, since Dungey. <laughs> There's Leonard in the linebacker core, man, leading that. They had 15 tackles this past Sunday. And so on his first game back. On his first game back. You know, you got they got Xavier Rhodes uh, uh, played for Minnesota last Minnesota, year. Minnesota, former Viking. That's right. Kenny Moore, the other cornerback. Uh, Kari Willis and Julian Blackman. So a tough defense. Uh, that you got to face. And, uh, and so looking at some of the keys for this game, though, uh, Mr. J. Lou, I think they got to get Henry going early. I just don't think they're giving him enough carries in the first half of the game. So it's funny you bring up Derek because <laughs> everybody wanted to question, you know, Derek Henry, he played 53% of the snaps uh-huh. Sunday, his Derek. lowest of the season, of 29 the season. total plays. It, it, it gives you the feeling, and again, this is where I think sometimes Vrabel is just a good player's coach. Mm-hmm. It brought back the feelings, if you go back to week 16 of last year, mm-hmm. last home game against the Saints, mm-hmm. uh, we pretty much know if we, lo- uh, we lose, we, can't, we can still make the playoffs just out of the division. Um, we rest Henry. Right. We don't play him. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to play, but mm-hmm. we, don't, we don't play him. Mm-hmm. And what do, what does he do the next four weeks? <laughs> he goes balled out. Yeah. out. <laughs> he goes I mean, off. Balled out. <laughs> so right. you're hoping that, I mean, because if you think about it, the, the very beginning of the season, I think I'm almost positive Derrick Henry still leads the league in carries so far for the year. If yep. not, he's in the top three. Right. Um. So he's had a lot of wear and tear in the what I would call the warmer part of the season. Mm-hmm. But now you're getting into the part of the season where he really gets to eat. Nobody wants to hit that big dog all day long. <laughs> no. So I'm hoping I'm hoping this is a game where we get back to 30 carries for the beast and they're and they're efficient carries. Right. And, and 182 carries on the season. Josh Jacobs is second with uh, 161. So yeah, he's yeah. he's been eating a lot. And you know, and, but you gotta like too what what they've done. They have Deontay Freeman and they have mm-hmm. Jerry McNichols. So they've got a good trio of running backs. And so it's not like they got a beat him up for 30 carries a game right right now right. And i know he doesn't like that kind of but you know like you said stretch run those key games like these division games with the coats coming up these these two out of three and you know you got jacksonville again you got the texans again you want to win those games you want to yes. win your division so that you can get in the playoffs and then hopefully get you a home game or two as you try to shoot for that top seed. But yeah, you got to like that three-headed monster, man. And I know a lot of people don't like that because, you know, he's not getting the carries. And you can see the frustration on his face. And I agree with you, man. With Braver being a player's coach, he's, he's able to handle that in-house and it's not getting 
blown up beyond what blown we up. See. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I would say I think I think you see the frustration because Derrick Henry is just a competitor. But mm-hmm. we got to remember he's a team guy first. I mean, this That's is right. a, this is a man that that took a contract that wasn't probably that probably should have more discount. money. Yeah, he took a hometown <laughs> discount to That's get right. more people signed. So he wants to be here. Um, and I think in the grand scheme of things, he understands it. And and another thing you got to like the difference is you got a quarterback that can make plays for you. You got weapons and receiver. So, yes. I mean, we can, it ain't like when we shut him down and we bring somebody else in, we're just dropping off on offense. Oh. You got those, you got that dog and number 11 out there on the field who <laughs> he's quietly turning into one of the best Titans to put on a wide receiver uniform. Man, I'm telling you, <laughs> Golly, how, how awesome is that? You know, he's uh he could, he could take one to the house on any, any route, any, any route, Man. any catch. He can take the he goes up, fights for the ball, takes it from the defenders. And that's what you like to see. Yeah. And that's what you hope to see out of Corey Davis. That, you know, another big body guy that can do the same thing. But same thing. It's just, it's just not coming out of him the way you think it should. No, he he's <laughs> not as he's not as mean as is his AJ Brown. I think if he can get a little meanness in him. And one right. thing I like to see that they've developed on AJ is his vertical game. Everybody yeah. knows he can run the he can run the slant, he can run the cross, he can run that's the dig right. out. Yeah. But the vertical game, it's on now. And that and Man. that just adds another dimension to hit to him. And it's and we know Tannehill, if it's one thing he can do, he gonna stand in that pocket and throw it down there. So he gonna throw you it love down to there. see that. That's right. The one that, the, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, you know, you love the fact that we got a quarterback that that can put the put, put the ball on the money to the receiver yes. on, on just about any spot on the field. <laughs> I mean the 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 40-yard touchdown pass to Brown. Man. Dime, you can't even do that on a video game. No, no that's better than <laughs> yeah. mad, right? Yeah, that's better than mad. I mean, he dropped it right in there. Um, the, now, the one thing I'd love to see, though, especially with the, the struggles we have on the offensive line right now, um, mm-hmm. because quiet as it's kept, we're, we're maintaining yeah. um, with the offensive line. And I think, I think the offensive line is causing us to not be able to use our tight ends as much across the middle because right, we're leaving right. them in the chip and all. Right. But you would love to see – I would love to see us use Derrick Henry and get him more – Three three wide receiver sets where we mm-hmm. spread the field. Yes. Um, because if, if you look at the games, even when we have wide receivers in there with him, we're close. We're inside the numbers. Too tight. So, I mean, yeah. the, the, the the box is too tight, and he That's likes right. to run outside. Spread it out and let him. I take my chances with him one on one on any cornerback any day. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And, and you know, a lot of them gonna think twice to make that business decision about trying yes. to tackle high. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> when they gonna learn to stop doing that? I don't hey, know. How Josh Norman? We're caught. We're talking Josh to you. Norman. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are listening to Midweek Heat brought to you by Halftime Adjustments. And so as we look at the next point, uh, uh, Mr. J. Lou, uh, Phillip Rivers, you know, you got a Hall of Fame quarterback coming in who's stationary in the pocket. So we, that's two weeks in a row that we've seen a quarterback with limited mobility, you know, uh, last week with the Bears. Now here we go with the coach with Phillip Rivers, but he can. He can beat you, and he can also give you the game. You know, yes. by the way, he slanks the ball. So <laughs> he can do both. <laughs> you got to get pressure on though. You can't let him sit back there in that pocket. And you got probably the best offensive line in the NFL coming Hands in. Down. And it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough matchup for the defensive line. Yeah, and, and Philip Rivers is the Titan killer. I mean, we, we play. I mean, he. I think he's like. I looked at something. He's seven and two or six and three in his career against Man. us. I know. I know Tannehill. We got him uh, last year or whatnot, but. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> The other, this, the other, the real Colt that's the Titan killer. You hoping? I'm hoping that he stays out again next this weekend. That's T, that's T. Y. Hilton. He's not listening uh, on the injury report. He ain't listening on the injury report, no. and he's coming off a groin injury. And he said oh. today, yeah, I, I, I think I'll be out there Thursday night. 
I hate to see that because yeah. God, I can't stand Ty. Oh, man, he he is the t- he eats us up and right. Phillips going. I think one thing we will see different this game that we got to be prepared for that we didn't really see a lot from the Bears. Mm-hmm. Phillips going to go. They're going to go downfield. Oh yeah, I, I, at least three or four shots a game. They going to test the gangster. They right? going. So. Yeah, I, it wouldn't be. I wouldn't shock me if the first play of the game is a play action deep. That's right. Because um, they're going right. to test it. So we got. We really got to be solid on the back end of the defense. Um, I feel like b- because of how good their offensive line is, mm-hmm. we have to generate pressure, and we're probably going to have to scheme up blitzes. And um, Philip Phillips not Phillips not Foles. Phillips Hall of Famer been around a long time, so you're going to have to re- be very good in your disguises. Uh, right. your blitzes because I he's one that I can see especially calling him to the line faking the snap so you can show what you're going and right. he audible into something else and, and catch you catch you with your pants down so we really <laughs> right. got to be attentive on that defensive side of the ball and, and generating pressure if we can I think we have to get him pressured up the middle he likes to step up in the pocket right um if we can get that pressure up the middle with big Jeff um, then I like our chances with him. Because again, to your point, even with somebody in his face, he's going to throw that ball. <laughs> and you just right. hope that your team gets gets it. You know, uh, Paris Campbell's on, on IR, but they still got Zach Pascal, Michael Pittman Jr., mm-hmm. the rookie that, uh, you know, drafted this past season. And uh, Jonathan Taylor is now listed number one on the depth chart, you know, rookie out of Wisconsin. So, mm-hmm. you know, a uh, uh, stout offensive line with a big bruising running back there, Seth, with Jonathan Taylor. And, and, and again, with uh, uh, Philip Rivers slinging the rock all over the field. So, you know, like you said, we're going to have to generate some pressure. We're going to have to scheme some stuff up. It's going to be tough to win uh, one-on-one battles. I'm not saying that they yes. can't do it, but it's going to be tough, and it's probably going to give him more time than what we will allow. And then, uh, you know, so you got, you, got to, you got to be ready to play. You got to be ready to play with the same I, mentality that we had. I got a question time. for you. Do you think, and I, and, I, and I think I think I know your answer. I see. Uh-huh. Do you think we see uh, Mr. 21, Malcolm, shadow ty a little bit because a ty to me ty's never been malcolm is a physical (laughs) db and to me ty's never been the physical type of receiver right so do you think that the the part of the scheme is you try to out physical him to get in his head to throw him off and then you take your chances with these other guys they have well you know that's a great question i was sitting here thinking about that when you was just talking about the uh the receivers and ty head and how he's uh the titan killer and so I think you do match him up with T.Y. Hidden. Mm-hmm. Now, normally I wouldn't say that because T.Y. Hidden, Hilton's has speed. speed you know, Michael yeah. Butler's not really fast, but he's a physical corner. But I think now that what you saw Sunday, and what I think don't carry over to this week, to, to Thursday, is you'll see Byer playing more of a center fielder right. instead of playing so close to the line of scrimmage. And so they'll, they'll match him up with T.Y., let him get physical, like you said, keep Byer deep, play uh, Vaccaro on the box more mm-hmm. to help support the run. And, and but I think I think you see that you take your chance with uh, borders and and uh, I don't know if Fulton's gonna he's probably not gonna be back either but you take your chance with those guys Chris Jackson those guys Amani Hooper yeah, coming in uh, uh, playing and, and matching up and, and seeing what you got man because you know everybody's gonna have to come to ball no matter who yes. it is but yes. yeah I think that's I think that's the matchup you see is Malcolm Butler on T Y Hilton with the bar over the top to keep him getting yeah, deep keep deep <clears throat> yeah that's, that's what I thought I mean I, I just knowing knowing Malcolm he. He, he he will be in somebody's face. And I think that that especially coming off a groin injury, I think that'll that'll test. I will say the other Colt <clears throat> Titan killer is not playing, and that's Mr. Jack Dole. Jack Dole, right. He's, he's in the concussion protocol. Right. So. He's listening to Doppel right now. <laughs> yes. Let's hope he stays that way because he eats yeah. us alive. I've never Man. seen such <laughs> from a tight end. Yes. Other than Kelsey, you know. You're right. Jack Dole, he just got the Titans number. He's got that Gosh, number. Gosh, man. <laughs> and so third point man let's, let's talk about the defense because you know we, we mentioned how aggressive they came out against the bears and so this week you have to see the same thing you know i, I like to call it 
not only playing aggressive, but playing assignment football. Do your mm-hmm. job. Do your mm-hmm. job. That way we can free up the free safety. You can free up Byron and Vaccaro to do what they do best. You know, Byron, that center fielder in the secondary. For Vaccaro, the tone setter, coming in the box, landing a big hit, making the tackles on right. the run. You know, staying in, in that area. And then you're letting your guys like Malcolm Butler play physical. And then that, that allows the defensive line, you know, to get off the ball and, and really try to assert that pressure. And so assignment football is going to be huge against this football team. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I think this is one of them games, as you said, everybody know your keys and stay on them. Um, again, we're not playing, we're playing a, a Hall of Fame quarterback. Don't care how old he is. He's still right. a Hall of Fame quarterback. Right. Um, and, and, and this is not a bad Colts team. I mean, no, it's not. I think at the beginning of the, at the year, you would have said the Titans, Colts, uh, the Texans, but they've fallen off. But the Colts, Titans could go either way as far as winning the division. And if you want to... If you want to get to that next level and stop being the the mediocre nine and seventeen that you are, um, yep. you got you have to win the games that you must win, and you have to own the division. Um, and again, like I said, when we look, when we talked about the schedule earlier. So go ahead, and I didn't realize it until looking at the schedule. Mm-hmm. You halfway through the division, and all of them been home games. You're <laughs> right. on the road the rest of the year. You gotta hold serve Ooh, at home. Man. Got to. Um, and, exactly and, it, right. and and you don't mm-hmm. want this game. This is one of those games where you don't. I just I, I'm still not confident in our special teams. Yes. Um. Quite to be honest, <laughs> uh, I, I think I think Sunday we. We got lucky because I think a lot of the, the long snappers, and I don't know we got a new one that came in, but I didn't the snaps on the field goals, the punts, they just they wasn't crisp. Um, so this is one of those games where field position can be big. You want your defense to right. be able to get we we have to repeat the third down performance mm-hmm. we had last year, last yes, week. Yes. Um, so that comes with that comes with not only assignment football, but just tackling. Right. Uh, that would be the one thing I say that I saw a good good job on Sunday. They were making good tackles, even when we played a little bit off and they were hitting with this quick screen. Mm-hmm. I, I tell you what I what I saw a lot of good tackling on. Um, the Bears like to run the the jet sweep a lot mm-hmm. with Mr. Patterson. Right. Now, I think the most he gained on it was seven to eight yards uh, mm-hmm. running horizontal like that. But you saw hat, you saw twelve, you saw tw- uh, eleven uh, dark blue hats good getting to the ball. So if we can get their tackle and tackle the ball, that's right. how Big Jeff got his fumble yeah. uh, forced. Um, that's how uh, JV uh, J uh, Jayon got his. So mm-hmm. we have to tackle them in space. Um, we have to play assignment football and then communication. Now you're glad to see. You're glad to see King be able to go through practice this week. Right. Um, so, I mean, that should make him even more comfortable mm-hmm. um, in what he's doing. But the communication has to be key, again, because you're playing. You have somebody across the, the line of scrimmage that's seen every defense you can throw at him. Right. So, yeah, what can you scheme up? And this is where good old Shane Bowen, it, you really want to see what he can dial up. I mean, mm-hmm. I think, again, I think part of the defensive problems, and we got to think back to – three years ago or two years mm-hmm. ago when Arthur took over right. the offense struggled at first. Cause you had a new play caller. They did. I'm going right. to believe Rabel when he says that he's letting Shane be the defensive coordinator. I mean, he has a hand in it, but he's letting Shane do the calls. Right. Again, you got to get used to what he's calling his That's feel right. of the game. So um, <laughs> you need not communication has to start up there with the, with the defensive coordinator mm-hmm. and run down to the, the men on the field. Right. And uh, like you mentioned, uh, you, you know, Shane Bowen, you, Making it, making his first, uh, I'm gonna say not appearance, but his first time calling plays, calling the defense mm-hmm. since he's been back from uh COVID. And so he's learning on the fly, like you mentioned, like Arthur Smith did. And as the season went on, you saw how Arthur progressed, and you hope to right. see that from Shane Bowen as well, you know, because communication is the key, man. And uh, it, it's gonna be tough, uh, for this game Thursday night. So, 
Thank you for listening to the Midweek Heat brought to you by Halftime Mid-week Adjustments, heat, man. Baby. You know, you got to come check us out. We'll be on here weekly, you know, talking about the, the things going on. Because, you know, not not most of the, not, not a lot of uh, information usually comes out during the middle of the week about the teams, about the injuries and stuff. So we, we're trying right. to bring something different to you as, as part of uh, Halftime Adjustments, this new little thread we're going to put out here weekly, uh, Midweek Heat with Mr. J. Lou and myself, Eddie Arnell. Uh, bringing you the information, man, about the Titans and, and what else is going on in AFC and, uh, and along with other news. And so, uh, Mr. J. Lou, man, thank you for coming on, man. Thank you for being here. You're going to check J. Lou out. He's going to be on this show, man, all yes. the time and, and, and going to be here and, and talking football, man. He's a he's a, he's a good dude, good good uh, Titans fan as well. And Are you going to the game uh, Thursday night? Of course. You know, I'll be there in my blue, rooting them on, hoping that they pull out a dub. <laughs> Okay, they pull out a dub, man. So, again, thank you for listening with us, man, to uh, Midweek Heat brought to you by Halftime Adjustments. Eddie, I'll let my man, Mr. J. Lou. We'll talk to y'all next week.